0: Welcome to Intuitate Radio. This is Relationship Insight with an Intuitive Twist. I'm your host, Media Marissa Liza You can reach me at connectionbeyond.com or at Intuidate Radio on Twitter. And today, it's a zoo in here, man. It is a zoo on Intuidate Radio. We got
1: a full house.
0: We are at capacity in the studio, okay? We got our cub here, Steve. Hello. Producer extraordinaire and cub to my cougar. We have our lovely J.D. Franco. Again this week, you just keep coming back.
2: Oh, I'll come anytime you ask me. The lovely Marissa Elizapel. Pell. I'll I'll come and talk about love and relationships anytime you want. The the the, the topic never dies. It's right. never never not interesting. So
0: you're a married man, right?
2: I am a married so man. So you've done yeah. this correctly. <laughs> he's navigated the water. Yes, well, yes, I have. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm but you've done everything map.
0: wrong, and you now you've done something right. Oh
2: yeah, yeah. Well, you know, no, no one gets good at anything unless they've, uh, you know, done it wrong at least somewhere along the line. Yeah, practice makes perfect. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> we gotta break down your shell a little bit. You're too composed. You're too put together. I don't know. I need, to, I need, to, I need some slime to come out a little <laughs> bit.
2: You know I mean? There's plenty of it in there. Go yeah, ahead, break yeah, the shell. Yeah, I need break to the break. shell, Maurice.
0: It's like, is is it a big shell? Is it like a? Is it like a zoo bar, or is it like an eggshell? That's how much do we, how much work do I have to do to get in there?
2: Uh, it's thicker at spots, I guess. You just have to ask the right <laughs> question. And I can't believe I'm inviting a medium to ask me the right questions. I feel like I'm setting myself up for a disaster here.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, right now, which we'll I'll let you be right now because we have a lot to do here. Today's okay. show is about weddings and about commitment and about guys making that long term commitment, that long term plan, women getting the ring, the weddings. And not only do we have this topic to talk about, we have one of our lovely sponsors in the studio, Create Yourself Salon. Hi, how are you? (laughs) How are you?
2: Thanks for coming by, ladies. We have
0: Maggie here. Yeah, I'm Maggie. And are you the salon manager? Yeah, I'm the manager and the educator for the salon. Okay, and we have Nicole, the owner, salon owner. Hi, how are you?
2: After talking to these <laughs> ladies down at the ravioli house that one time. Oh, there's another uh, plug there.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> <After>, go <going> right to <laughs> the next sponsor. But but I had the chance to speak with these ladies down there and uh, was very impressed with how knowledgeable they are and can't wait to talk to them now.
0: Yeah, we don't bring anybody into this show, whether it's a sponsor or a guest, if they're not tuned in mm-hmm. in an intuitive way. <laughs> I mean, they have galleries there. I, I come there and I do shows there. You know, I've read these women before. So they're in tune with the tune. they're in tune with the consciousness of the universe. So you go to create yourself. They're not only looking at your head, they're looking at your spirit, mm. mind, body and soul. Right, I, ladies?
4: I definitely feel that. Yes. yes.
0: So tell tell us a little bit about the salon and how it's a little bit different from, you know, your normal run of the mill.
4: I, I just feel that really from the beginning, Um, I've been with Nicole now. I I've hit my 10 year mark with Nicole and it's just always felt like a family. And I feel like we've always extended that to our clients as well. Um, There really aren't walls or boundaries like we really try and get in touch and um, Really try and become part of their lives And it's been really neat to kind of grow with some of my clients. You see them You know as a little kid and then they're graduating college and then they have boyfriends and Mm -hmm. you start to see them move in their life And it's really kind of exciting to be a part of that so just overall I just feel like we're different in that sense because We're a small-town
0: salon, but we, I feel, put a big impact in people's lives.
2: That's fantastic.
0: I'm taking pictures of you guys here, sorry. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, I need to, I wish we had a webcam in here so people could see, like, this this community of people we have. It's pretty awesome. I know when I go into the salon, it's always that, that comfortable feeling. You know, it's like a vortex of positive energy when you walk in there. And you guys have stuff upstairs. You have the massage rooms. You have colorists. You have makeup artists. You have pretty much everything.
4: Uh, Yeah, we offer everything. Our upstairs, we're hoping to extend that out to be able to offer more body treatments and stuff like that. But it's still kind of under construction right now. But yeah, we try and be able to offer everything to our clients' beauty needs. But we're also there, I kind of feel like, kind of as like psychologists in a sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we understand that. And we aid and we try and help people work through their issues, even people that we work with. You know, it's just nice to be able to to help people work through issues and happiness and sadness and,
0: you know, everything. And then you lives. got a medium who talks to the mm-hmm. dad that comes in and reads yeah. everybody. So we, we, we have so much going on this show today. We're going to talk about you have you guys have an event coming up. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about how the mediumship came into the salon. And we're going to have one of your girls call up because there's a love situation going on. And I read her boyfriend, actually. So we have a, a whole interesting twist of plots going on here. We're going to talk about marriage. We're going to talk about commitment. But before we do that, I want to bring up one of our lovely, lovely characters. We got Stable Gina on the line. Hashtag stable. Hi, Stable.
5: Hey, what's
0: up? we're sorry you can't come into the studio today, but I just wanted to see what was going on with you because our listeners have been asking what's going on. Did anything happen with that softball guy? Yeah what tell us so just to just to just to come back and and talk about this, steve do you remember do you remember about the softball situation yeah and we had scorpio steve
1: in the studio he was talking about it yeah tell our
0: listeners what this situation was about so we can get uh get
1: gina's take all right so gina she had this guy that she's on the softball team with and they went out on a i guess it was a date not date kind of deal
6: yeah i'm I'm doing i'm doing the
1: air quotes here because i'm not really sure but, not,
6: not a date. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: like, she, it was maybe like they were hanging out and then maybe thought it should be a date, but it wasn't a date because she brought her friend. And then she had to take care of her friend and they never really got a chance to hang out. So, I don't know, they were kind of, Gina was kind of in the middle, like, should I date this guy? Should we just be friends? And what was the advice that we ended up giving her?
0: Well, we didn't really give advice. We weren't really sure what was going on because we didn't know whether it was a date or not a date because he was...
1: She yeah, because he didn't he didn't straight up say, "Hey, let's go on a date." It right? Was like, no, hey. that
6: wasn't no. Yeah, it wasn't. Was this a date or was this not a date? It's just we're completely awkward and don't know how to like
0: you know <laughs> bridge the gap. <laughs> so we don't what, how to connect. So is this a possible potential for you since you've moved on from the guy we've been trying to get you back together with the whole year, and we we figured we got to let him go. So you you finally came out. You did something different. So is this something that is going to move forward, or are you uh, are you done with that opportunity?
6: We keep flirting. we keep talking, and actually, I I was pretty sure he heard the radio show, oh. and, but, he, but he didn't. He was like hinting, hinting at it, and he's been telling me he wants to listen, wants to listen. Oh. Luckily, my phone died that when <laughs> he wanted to listen to it. So anyway, uh, yeah, we've been hanging out. We're still talking. It's complicated because we don't want to ruin our friendship stuff like that so i don't know but we're still talking um we make inappropriate comments to each other i smacked him on the butt again and <laughs> and then i told him <laughs> I told well, again him that, that's fine
1: you're on a softball team yeah you exactly. have to a little, little him, tap little love tap
6: yes i told him that panel on the radio show deemed that acceptable because we play softball together so okay now
1: do you does he get to pat back
6: He does get pat back. I told him, I gave him permission. I told him he can pat back, (laughs) but he has not yet because he's afraid.
0: So, are you are you letting this go, and you're going to look for another opportunity? Or are you going to pursue this?
6: I actually have another opportunity, Marissa. I don't even know if I told you about. No, it yet, but... this is the first time <laughs> hearing
0: about it. Please do tell. Live JD Franco updates. is all ears. We have Create Yourself news, Salon on here. Radio. We got every advisor on the planet, and we got your favorite cub. So please go ahead. This Our
6: ears are very, up. It's actually very uh, interesting and shocking all in one. I have this uh, relationship. With a man who's in the military. Oh,
1: <laughs> Jesus. Like pen pal relationship? No, or this ex like yeah. Navy SEAL.
6: Email, calls, whatever. And I see him like once a year or so when he's like in the country. She'll and I've, I've seen him like pretty much. Ugh. I've seen him in Atlantic City, in California, Canada. Like, <laughs> it's, um, you know. So anyway, but this has been going on for years. Don't get to see him often. And I'm going to spend the weekend with them.
0: <laughs> okay. I do know what you're talking about. And you know, I have reservations about this. Yeah, I know. You, I do yeah. not like this. This guy, like, this. let's let's be honest here. This guy kind of was not very nice to you the last time you hung out. He wasn't very nice.
6: Yep. We so why this, are you going um, back? <laughs> well, because I have this uh, sub side of me. Like a submarine.
2: This sounds a lot no. like Marissa Eliza Pell's newfound strategy. <laughs> no, which this I is we'll not my.
5: <laughs> this is not my newfound strategy.
0: My newfound strategy is I'm not. You know, my standards are raised here. This is th- not going back to the <laughs> submarine.
6: Well, I'm gonna. I'm gonna reveal. I'm gonna reveal a little something about myself. This is intuitate history in the making right here. What Ooh. you will remember this moment forever. So I'm a very strong woman. I am a feminist. All about equal rights and anti anything negative towards women. Whatever, whatever. But sometimes, sometimes I have to reverse that in the bedroom. <laughs> so you like to
2: be submissive. You like to be submissive. You like to be submissive, huh? like to be submissive at times.
6: Only like once a year. But like, <laughs> and that's where this guy comes in.
0: <laughs> so what you're 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 revealing that you're just going there for a purely physical.
6: I need to be. Yeah, I need to be uh I need to be punished. I need to be reprimanded. I need to be, you know, I need
1: what? to have it, wow, I to have a it girl.
6: Smacked out of me. I need to have it smacked out of me. What? Oh my, oh
1: my god. It's
6: It's like a maintenance. It's like a maintenance thing. This it's just it's an agreement that we have and we're cool with it. What is the actual agreement? Is
1: there a contract that we sign here?
6: Wait, tell the me what the
0: what, what yeah, what is the agreement? What is the verbal agreement here?
6: um uh, that you know, that I need to be uh, you know.
1: That you've been a bad girl, and he's. I've
6: been a bad girl. (laughs) I've been a bad girl.
0: (laughs) Okay, but what's the agreement?
6: That's the agreement. The agreement's a little. It's not radio friendly. The agreement. Can you put it
0: into words that aren't
6: curse words? I just, I just did. I've been a bad girl,
0: Marissa. (laughs) I need to be taught a lesson. She needs to be submissive. Okay, so this guy is is pretty like intense and aggressive, is what you're saying? Yes. Yes. Okay, so we just want you to be careful.
1: Just remember oh, the listen. safe word.
0: Yeah, because he, he he was a little... He was bizarre, like the last time you guys were together. Can you right. t- can you talk about, just for our listeners, whatever you want to tell about that so we yes. can get a sense of how bad this was?
6: Yes. I gotta say, he... I follow my... Whatever... Yes, he's it's bizarre. He's bizarre. I, I can't say too much, like... Classified. He's a dangerous man. He's a very dangerous. <laughs> Does he make you feel
4: uncomfortable though? Like, are you doing things that you maybe are not okay with? No,
6: but it's it's the excitement that's involved with it. I'm yeah, everything's consensual, everything's good, like you know. But it's different. It's not something that I would welcome in, into welcome into my everyday relationships. It's not something that I that I would find ideal for myself or a future or anything like that. This is purely like you know, one weekend out of the year I get to like you know be the sub, you know what
2: I mean? And, I'm a, and it's it's uh, kind of fun. A- am, I, am I? So this is JD talking. Am I going to sound terrible if I see zero wrong with this? I don't see anything. I wrong see with this, something wrong. Yeah. I, no,
0: I see something wrong with it because I know last time she went out there, he pretended like she didn't exist. Like she went out, so, like he left her at his apartment. Like he was not like attentive to her, and she went out all that way to see him. And he was bizarre and weird and and he said he had a classified job and he was really like there was like something psychotic about him. So, yeah, I I see it wrong.
4: And I'm sorry if I'm like cutting it. Like I don't necessarily find an issue with that you like that stuff sexually, but I just I'm kind of looking at it that you want other relationships and you want other things in your life and you're kind of putting yourself out there for someone once a year. And it's just kind of like, are you just setting yourself up for more hurt or more angst? Like, when you could possibly have a relationship, ultimately, that you can incorporate those type of things with maybe a long-term boyfriend or something like that. Oh, yeah. Now, Occasionally. You're, you're referring
2: back to the first guy she yeah, was talking like about. Yeah, like, okay. you're... You know,
4: you could be interested in your softball friend, and that right. could be something... That you guys play that with. You play with and have fun with. Like, even... Like I could say personally, I'm married. Today's my anniversary of five oh, years. happy anniversary! And after reading Fifty Shades of Grey, like who didn't want to have a little bit of fun, you know? So <laughs> yeah. I got
6: to tell you, before before Fifty Shades of Grey came out, that's when I met this guy, and um, and then when I was telling a girlfriend about this this you know dynamic between us she was like oh my god like before this was like before it even like developed she was like you got to read this book and it, it's very similar he does remind me a lot of christian gray
4: <laughs> and i think that it's really great i really do but i think sometimes you can find you can find that in someone that also gives you the time of day or gives you more than once a year like you can have a relationship but then also have that kind of stuff on on the occasion with someone that maybe means a little bit more to you
6: yeah, that might be nice, but but she's going. She's, she's she's she's
0: already decided. She's going. I would just say bring a little bit of like uh, you know some pepper weapons. Spray. You know, yeah. pepper spray, mace. You know whatever
6: no no I do that and I tell them like okay all my loved ones know exactly where I'm gonna be so you you know if you and have to your, say you know, that that's concerning
0: were,
4: it is concerning if you're gonna say if I, know, I don't come home I know. That's,
6: this is where, I
0: as, a, as your friend it. as your good friend not as a radio <laughs> situation here I'm a little bit concerned
6: I know if, it, if you weren't concerned it wouldn't be fun and I wouldn't be going but um <laughs> she's like it's all
2: right they know where to search for the body that's don't part worry. of the arrangement that's okay. part of the arrangement
0: well can you come back on <laughs> next week and tell us what happened I will. All right. Well, thanks for calling in, and uh, sure. we'll we'll see you next week. All, All right, love you guys. Love you.
2: Bye, Gene. Love I, you too. I,
0: I didn't expect this. I'm stunned from our call with Stable Gina. I mean, th- that's not
2: so stable crazy. Gina. Yeah. I know
0: she we have to change she, the hashtag. She,
2: she may have just earned
1: herself She's, a stable <laughs> <laughs> nickname. Unstable She's Gina. Stable three hundred sixty four days. ago.
0: Then
1: <laughs> yeah. there's that one stable
0: Gina three six four at aol <laughs> <laughs> <com>. <laughs> Today, we're going to be talking about some fall weddings. I know you guys, this is a specialty of yours.
4: Yes. What's the difference between
0: like fall weddings and like summer weddings? Like what's the, why would somebody want a fall wedding?
4: Uh, Personally, fall weddings, like, you know, when you, all right, so you spend your entire summer and you're out in the sun and you feel good. Like everything about summer is a lot of fun. But then when you have that first initial cold day and your pumpkin coffee and you're like, it just feels homey all of a sudden. And um, that's sort of the same kind of feeling like I was a bri- like today is my anniversary. So yeah. I was also a fall bride. Um, Why did
0: you choose to be a fall bride?
4: It was just me and my husband's favorite time. The weather started changing. You kind of snuggled more. He hunted and we always like would go out and, you know, do things together out in the woods and like that kind of stuff. So it was like fall time for my husband and I were just when everything happened. And for like colors, it was like warmer and richer the flowers are different and they're just prettier to me as opposed to spring or summer. So I, I felt like the the weather was usually always good and not not for myself. I actually had a, a, a rainy, rainy, rainy day.
0: Just so like how'd yesterday. You meet, how'd you meet this lovely man that you're married to? And do you have a did you know he was the one right away? Absolutely. You knew. So
4: he was he still is. He's my sister's best friend. Wow. A BFF in yeah. the family. So yeah. he was around your family around holidays all the time. So he was um, your sister's best friend? He was my older sister's best friend. So they didn't have any sort of connection? They did. What? They did. They but hooked up? They had hooked up. When they were younger, though, and it was sort of like one of those weird kind of things, like, this just isn't going to work because you're more my friend. Yeah. Like, it was friend zone status, I guess. And I was around I was, I was was him forever. And, like, we had tried to, like, sneak around and date when I was a uh, freshman and he was a senior. But he told someone, and I didn't want my sister to find out. So I broke up with him. And uh, I was around, I think I was like 17. And I ran into him at like a local deli, and he was like, Hey, can I have your number? And that was 10 years ago. And that was it. Like, and like every day I would walk home from school, like looking at his house, being like, Maybe Dan's home. Maybe he mm. sees me. Like, I just <laughs> felt like I constantly just fawned over him. And then we went out on a date. We snuck around for a while because we did not want my sister to know because we were just like, we don't know what's going to happen.
2: Well, you would have been 17 and he was 21. You said you he were a freshman 20. when he was a senior. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So
4: I was 17. He was 20. So it was just like, you know, we kind of kept it on the hush hush. And finally, Christmas time was coming and you're like, well, I want to see you. But like, no one knows. So I went to my mom and I was like, mom, I have to tell you something. And she's like, are you pregnant? And I'm like, no, I'm not <laughs> pregnant. I'm I'm dating Dan. She was like, "Oh, why is that a problem?" I'm like, "Cause Laura doesn't know." Um, but from that point, we were together. Then for five years, got married. We have three sons uh, that are four, and then we have twins that
0: are two and a half, and they're all boys. Wow! So what what happened? I have to ask. What happened when you? How'd you tell your sister? How'd you break the news?
4: Um, well, we ended up. I guess I can't really necessarily remember how I broke the news to her, but uh, I just remember her being really upset because everybody knew
0: and she didn't. So it was oh, more so she like, wasn't upset that you were dating him. No. She was upset about the secret.
4: Yeah. She was like, I can't believe like I'm your sister and I'm supposed to be your best friend. Like, why wouldn't you have just like come clean? Because like he would have parties and he would leave to take me out on a date and then show up like four hours later and everyone's <laughs> like, where did you just go? And he's like, nowhere. I just was out. So like everyone was like, Why, <laughs> Why didn't you God? just say something? Like we just snuck around for so long that it was sort of like, Why didn't you just say something?
0: Okay. So, so you you were you were with the guy you were supposed to be with early on. I mean definitely you didn't date a lot like us in our thirties of no m- battle scars. No. I know for me I do. No. But um we we talk about the proposals and stuff and um there's been a lot of talk in the last show and with our callers that call in, they can't get that commitment from their guy, like either for an exclusive relationship or for a proposal. And I was just reading an article by a woman who she was talking about how she was supposed to move forward with this guy. And he said he needed more time and he wasn't ready. And she finally like put the kibosh on it and said, you know, that I'm going to start dating. I'm going to start, you know, <laughs> and with within two weeks, she had a ring. So last show, we were like, well, does this really work when you take space from somebody? Will they come back? So I think the problem is when you're not getting a commitment or getting exclusive agreement. Do you guys have a like insight on that about women who are not getting to that level where they want the ring and they're not getting it?
4: I mean, truthfully, like Dan was. I don't know. He was ready to commit. He was ready to have kids. Like he, he was super ready. We both had that same instinct. Like Mm -hmm. I was married at 22. He was 25. Like we were young and just new. I know, I, I know people that kind of maybe were hurt in the past and they don't want to relive it. So they kind of hesitate on commitment because of maybe prior things that happened. Like they had an engagement
3: and it got broken off or something. And they're kind of like, battle wounds (laughs) i feel like it's more of a warning though i Mm -hmm. i mean i was like you i I dated a lot i was a single mom for a lot Mm -hmm. of years i didn't marry my husband till 29 you know but when i met him i knew right away and and that was it. And all these people that have been together so many years and, and they're not getting the commitment to me. There's a reason why are they mm-hmm. not I, it to me that it's like a red flag. I would be nervous or mm-hmm. someone that didn't want to commit for some reason. You know, yeah, there's something going on there. Well, we have one of your one of your salon. Is this a stylist
0: at your salon? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I've been to your salon many times. I've done readings, uh, small groups there. And uh, Nicole <laughs> called me up the one day and she's like, you know, my friend. Um. I won't say his name, but a friend of yours will call him guy number one, guy number one called and you wanted me to read him uh, to connect with some, his brother that passed. Well, sometimes people come through and they reveal things that we don't expect them to. So when he came in, all the information was about the stylist at your salon. Yes. So I won't, I don't want to say anything that you don't want me to say. So I'm going (laughs) to leave you to, to bring that up. But apparently this has unfolded. And we never got to talk to her. I never got to actually talk to her and say, you know, this, what's going on with you? Why isn't this? So I want to see, obviously, a happy ending. I want to see both of them be happy. But from what his brother said when his brother came through, through the mediumship channel, was, the, I don't know how much you want me to say.
3: Oh, no, it's okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: That he was basically saying that he wasn't over his ex. Yes. He kind right. of outed him in the, in the session.
3: Yes. And it was something that I think was in the back of my mind and I had worried about mm-hmm. and had never said. And then to hear you say that, I was sitting in the reading and I just kind of sunk in my chair and I thought, oh boy, here it is, you know. But yeah, it was kind of like a,
0: like, because I knew you were friends with her and friends with and him. Friends with him, yeah. And he had been with somebody for a long time, with a couple of years? Mm-hmm, and yeah. they had a kid and, or no, he had, she had a kid. She had a child that and he was got, close that with. That he got close with. So the brother was like, the son, I guess, was upset.
3: And then he was kind of left for this relationship. Yes. He left that relationship for uh, my stylist and friend, you know, he's with now.
0: But there's never been any closure on either end or or, or moving forward. So he's stuck in the middle and we in the spirit of his brother called him out.
3: Yes. Okay. So
0: you didn't expect that. We didn't expect that. Now we have this whole story on our hands. This is way we,
2: better than what we had
1: planned. Yeah. I, I'm happy it turned out. We this have way. we
0: have we have to troubleshoot here. We got to we got to get some we got to get some artillery in this situation and fix it mm-hmm. before it gets goes too awry. So man number one mm-hmm. he had lost his brother and really felt he wanted to connect to his brother on the other side for the mediumship session. So his lovely girlfriend decided to buy him a session as With a you. gift uh-huh. and, Nicole came with him as emotional support. And normally I don't bring people in to sit in on sessions because that person could be read. But for some reason, I don't know why I did it, but I'm like, Nicole, why don't you come and take notes? So I didn't know why. Okay. So he comes in and immediately his brother comes through. So we're, you know, so I'm like, wow, this is so nice. Your girlfriend to get you this gift. And, you know, and he comes through and starts telling him, outing him in the session saying that he's not over his ex-girlfriend.
2: My, my. that he
0: Okay, so he was with his ex for three years. Uh His ex-girlfriend had a child that they became like a family unit, like they lived together.
2: Oh, so now the child is attached to the boyfriend. That's right. To guy one.
0: To guy one. So we have girl one and girl two. Girl one is the ex-girlfriend, and now girl two is Amy, right? Mm. So they're living together, and I guess this guy, guy one, always had an attraction to Amy, so there was an opportunity for them to get together. They met. And so he left girl number one Mm. for Amy. Okay. And now he's been acting strange and not, nobody's knowing why he was acting weird. And his brother just came through with hit after hit after hit of what he needed to get straight in his own head. So we're sitting there thinking this is going to be this healing session with his brother and it turns out he called him out on everything. It's even with the kids saying that the kid missed them and he just left the kid high and dry. And, you know, you need to go back and tell the kid you're sorry. And so then I'm like, Oh my God, this woman bought this session for him. And, (laughs) yeah, yeah. you know, so I talked to Nicole, I called her like so many times that, that next day I'm like, I want to make sure he's okay. And so I knew this was going to be like a big, Mm -hmm. you know, so I never followed up to see what happened. And to see how, you know, I knew everything was fine and everybody, everybody knew all the information. So where are we at now with this, Nicole?
3: Well, I mean, uh, you brought Johnny, the information back. Yeah. Yeah. And Guy Won <laughs> <laughs> shared everything with Amy, right? Um, everything that was said, mm-hmm. she knew. And, and it was hard for for Amy to, to swallow that and to, you know, to move forward. And he insisted that he wanted to move forward with her, that he did not want to go back with the ex, and um, he wanted to continue a relationship with her. So, since then, it's been a little rocky, I think, for her. Uh, Just trusting and not sure, and he acts weird sometimes. (laughs) So, you know, it's been kind of like that. So you said stuff's unfolding as we speak. So I want to bring Amy on the line to tell us
0: what's going on. Amy, what is, is he still acting strange, or what is unfolding right now? I know Nicole told me a lot of things are coming to light at this moment. Well,
5: right now, I feel like It's just been a rocky road. Like, we have a good week, we have a bad week. We have a good week, we have a bad week. And he is, I feel like he just has a lot of, like, emotional problems. Like, he doesn't, he's not a happy person. Like, he's not happy the majority of the time. And I just don't know where all the negativity is stemmed from. Which is really why I sent him to originally, because I really thought he was just living with, like, survivor's guilt. And, mm-hmm. you know, he needed closure, like, from his brother, which obviously, you know, it didn't turn in that direction. But, you know, that's very unsettling for me, obviously, that, you know, that his ex-girlfriend's child like, supposed to be in his life. And, you know, that, like, do, does he still love her? Like, it's just, that doesn't make a girl feel too good and confident about your relationship. And right. um so recently, again, like, I don't know what it was. I honestly just have, I, uh, she went to his work, uh, last week for, um, to get like a nail out of her tire or something. And, uh, I guess she had called him or whatever. And, uh, you know, he told me that night, he was like, you know, Lisa and Anthony stopped by the shop and, you know, I fixed like her tire, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, like, that's fine. I'm like, how did that make you feel? Like you feel like you missed her? Like. Like, was it awkward? Like, I was just very understanding. I don't get mad. Like, I'm a very calm person. I'm just trying to be very understanding. And I just want what's best for both of us, really. So, I just really love him, and that's what's really hard, because it's just not really reciprocated, I don't feel. So, then I asked him... I I just had this, like, weird uh, intuition that, you know, he's still talking to her. And, like, how much is he talking to her? Has it been the whole duration of our relationship, or was this just, like, a recent thing? But, like, I just had a gut feeling. So I asked him about it literally on Wednesday night, if um he still speaks to her or have you talked to her since she came by your shop on last Tuesday. And he was like um, that, no, I don't talk to her. Like, you know, I just told her I was going to fix, like, Anthony's, like, iPad and get that back to him, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, but you're not really answering my question. I said, I know that you said that. You told her you were going to fix this iPad for the kids when, you know, she was there I'm like but are you talking to her he literally could not answer me because he cannot lie like he can't lie so he just shuts down so um last night literally I just was in my gut and I, I he was in the shower and I decided to like look through his phone which I never do it's not I I'm not that kind of person I'm really not like the crazy girlfriend that does this and like but In the messages, there was no visa, not at all, you know, so that was like either that he doesn't text her at all or you deleted it. So then I went to his call log and found her and, you know, went to messages, and the only messages in there were ones that Anthony had sent him a couple weeks ago because he did contact him out of the blue. So clearly, like, you've deleted everything else. So again, I could give you the benefit of the doubt, so I asked him again, I said, have you talked to her since? you know, she came in on Tuesday. Like, it's just something I have a feeling. Like, can you just be honest with me? Like, have you spoken to her? No, we haven't talked. I'm like, no text, no nothing. And he said, well, well, you know, she was texting me, you know, afterwards, you know, and just was thanking me for the tire, fixing the tire, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, I'm going to be honest. I went to your phone. Why did you delete it? And if if you're being honest, you know what I mean? Don't delete it. If you want to be with her, be with her. So Right now, I really don't know where I stand. I left this morning, and yeah, that's where I'm at right
2: now. Wow. Wait, can I ask a question that perhaps the listeners are thinking as well? Because this is the first time I've heard this as well. Did the brother communicating from the other side through Marissa say that he still ought to be with the woman or that he had some things to close out?
0: He said that that's why he was acting the way he was acting, because he was confused about his feelings and that oh, he was okay. having extreme guilt over leaving the way he did.
2: Oh, I see. Okay. okay.
0: So it didn't he it, it didn't say what he should do? Mm. He was just talking about what he was struggling with and why he was acting the way he was acting was because he did it he, he didn't do it the right way according to the brother. Mm-hmm. He didn't for either of them. For okay. girl number 1 and girl number 2, he wasn't being fair to either of them.
1: Okay. Thank you. For, thank you for bringing yeah. me up to speed. yeah, yeah,
0: is that right?
3: Is that what happened? i don't I don't yeah, remember. yeah, I think so. And Amy has she she adores him. She really does love him, and she's given him every opportunity if he does want out, which we were kind of wondering, well, maybe he doesn't want to make the wrong he he won't make that decision. He doesn't want to make no. the
0: wrong decision because he's being selfish. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you why he feels he takes the out because he he doesn't know what to do. He's in this this bind. He is struggling with guilt over how he ended the last thing because it wasn't, I guess, according to her, it came out of the blue. She wasn't expecting it. There was no fighting. There was no bad relationship. He just left. Right. So left her high and dry. So he was constantly struggling with the guilt of that, feeling bad about himself and wasn't able to give Amy 100% because none of this is about Amy or about the ex. It's about him Mm -hmm. not being able to be settled in his own emotions. So what I would say is that until he's, see, he's getting the best of both worlds now. Okay. He's having his cake and eating it too. He's being able to have one foot on one side of the fence, one foot on the other side of the fence. And without consequence on either end, he's getting attention from her, getting attention from the kid. And he's getting, you know, knowing that she, you know, that Amy loves him. So he's like, well, I could take all the time I need in his mind. I'm not saying this is malicious. But taking all the time he needs to figure it out because he right now does not want to make the wrong decision. He knows if he, he takes the out with Amy and he really did love Amy, maybe he won't be able to get her back. And he knows that if he just stays with Amy and doesn't stop talking to this one, that maybe he doesn't get that second chance at reconciliation that he wants. So he's in a power position. Everybody else is on the sidelines, the kid, the ex and her waiting for him to, and I don't think he, I don't think he has a right to be in that position.
1: I don't even know if it's a power position. He sounds like he's just kind of treading water. for But as that's long not he can. fair
0: to everybody else. Oh
1: no, not at all. But yeah, he, it seems like he's just so indecisive. He doesn't want to make a move and make the wrong move.
0: Right. That's what I said, yeah, mm-hmm. he doesn't. He's a. But that's that's kind of selfish.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Don't you think? I I, could I be definitely
4: wrong. think that it's selfish only because of how much Amy puts out personally on a day to day. And, like, she's even saying and willing, like, I'll change certain things maybe you don't like about me, but you got you have to meet me here as well. And it's, like, it just keeps this repetitive cycle, like, over and over. Oh, I'll fix. Oh, I'll change. And then he does it again and
0: does it again and does it again. It's, like, what does he want? But no- it's not about her fix. You see, she's feeling like she's not enough. Right. Because she's not getting his full 100% attention and commitment. Right. So she's thinking, well, there must be something wrong with me. Right. But that's only deflection on his end. Right. Because he's like, well, I don't feel this way because of this. No, you don't feel that way because you're you're having all these unresolved. He has no resolution mm-hmm. to the way he acted in the past. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, he probably has no solution, resolution to some of his previous relationships even before the ex. I don't think he's resolved any of them.
4: Is Amy still on? Yeah, she's still here. Because like Amy, you would probably say like he keeps them all as friends.
5: Yeah, pretty much. Like, it's, like, exactly. Like, he doesn't want anything to ever be, like, on, on bad terms. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like it's always, like, like let's take care of everyone. Like, I feel like he treats everyone like an ex-wife or something that you have to constantly, like, support. Like, it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, because but then it's, there's it's,
5: nothing left for me. Like, there's nothing left for me at the end of the day. It's like, you know, you give your ex all this you know what i mean you have your all your child support like then it's like oh i feel bad for this like I, I mean he paid Lisa's phone bill forever like you know what i mean up until i said like this is wrong like you know what i mean like we've been together six months now like you got stop paying her bill like you know it's just and there's nothing left for me it's like what, what do i get at the end of the night that oh i'm broke i can't we can't go out anywhere like yeah i buy you groceries i do i do so much for him i try to make him happy every day and it, and I, I get crap into this stick so it's frustrating
0: yeah like what I would advise the best position for all of you to be in is for her to stop talking to him and for you to stop talking to him and let him sit in it and figure out what he wants because you're there doing for him. He knows that he has you right where he wants you. Right. And he knows that he knows that you're going to be there when he decides.
5: Like, do I just tell him I need space or like, what do I even like? I, like I said, I left this morning and it was just like, I, I was just like, I said my piece and I was sort of like, okay, like I need to go get ready for work. Like, see you later you know it was just so i don't know like what do i like
2: not see him now like what uh, all right Well, I, the... I would just make it clear that it's time for a decision to be made
0: you're at a crossroads right now you need to know what to do i think all of us have some insight for you on what to do so we have about five minutes left of the show so i'm going to go to you guys first i'll save mine till the end so knowing her knowing what's going on you guys are her friends what do you what is your solution here for her
4: well she knows I was over it about three weeks ago, but I told her I would back off a little bit on it because I I know that she has to go through her own pieces. But my opinion is is that definitely tough love, a hundred percent.
0: He's just taking advantage of her, right? So, so what's tough love according to you? What are some action steps here?
4: I would a hundred percent stop doing everything that she does for him and totally hold back and wait until he reciprocates in some kind of way. Because if you if he if she pulls back and stops doing. And then he makes no effort. Then there's no effort. There's the answer. There's the answer. Right. So, that's my opinion. What about you, JD? Oh, well,
2: jump right to me. It just sounds to me, and you know, yeah. maybe I can offer some perspective because I don't know the people involved, and I'm just hearing it. And some sometimes that sort of bird's eye view uh, is helpful. I just think a decision needs to be made by by this fella, you know. And even if he sees himself somewhere down the road still being a part of this young child's life, you know, if that young child is now an adolescent and he calls his uncle guy one for advice then guy one needs to have that in mind it just sounds as though there's no plan and he's just you know flying like a leaf on the wind here so Mm -hmm. there's other people involved there's two other women and children involved a decision has to be made
0: okay and how would you say that she needs to make that Does what does she say to him
2: uh, I think she should say precisely that a decision needs to be made. Now, I, again, I don't know the and intimate details. Him? And so and
0: still continue to see him? Still oh, conti- no.
1: No. No, okay. I do not mean that. Okay. Make a decision and then give me a call. Cub. All right. Well, I'm like JD in this. I don't know the people involved, but I'm getting the story. But I got to agree with with him and Maggie, what you've been saying so far. You just got to pump the brakes a little bit because he has to make a decision. He's He's got everybody in limbo. Not just Amy, but this other girl. This child, everybody's just up in the air, and he's got to make a decision. What's he going to do? And until then, if he's just going to keep treading water, you got to pump the brakes a little bit, Amy. You just got to back off, and make him make that decision. I mean, maybe yeah. have that ultimatum. Say, "Hey, me or it's me or the dog." <laughs> now you might find
0: with this guy because of his temperament, and from what I feel—okay, so this is just me intuitively—that he just he's going to let the girls make the decision, and then he's going to go with whoever doesn't leave him. That's just. You know, which is sad, but I just feel like if Amy says, OK, I'm out, I'll be like, OK, I'll go try this again. And if she says, OK, well, you know, she's out, then he'll there's no real knowledge for himself of where he stands. The best thing both of them could do. Both of them need to back off. That's what I think would be best. Amy could get in touch with. The, the yeah,
4: girl, girl, girl too. Yeah, get in touch with girl too and be like, listen, this is here, what we got to do. Where it's at. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but you doing things for him and being there for him and thinking you're not good enough—that's a lie. That's deflection completely on you know you feel your self esteem is being hit because you're not feeling like a woman right now. You're not feeling like somebody loves you, so right. you're feeling that, but it has nothing to do with you. Please know that it's not that you're defective or that you are wrong or you have your defects. It's all in him.
5: Oh, I know. I, I'm great. <laughs> I know. Good. A okay. girl. I'm a good girlfriend. <laughs> good. Well, you deserve, I mean, you deserve <laughs> Anyone more.
2: Anyone else be lucky to have me. <laughs> that a girl. But by
0: sticking with this and by being there, you know, to help him through this emotional time, it's it's just going to be counterproductive for you. Yep. So you're going to have to, you know, rip the Band-Aid off right now and see what happens. And if the universe, if it's true love and meant to be, it will be back. You know what they right. say let the birdie free, and if they come back, they were always yours, and if they don't, they weren't ever to begin with. Yep. So, take a stand in your own self-esteem and you might find, after a little while, that you feel, like, a little bit mad because you feel like you deserve more.
5: Right, and that's sort of where I'm at now, you know? Yeah.
0: So, we appreciate you calling. I hope that this helped you a little bit, and um, I'm sure I'll be talking in the call and figure out what's going on, and I could advise you off there too. Okay, thank you so All much. Alright. Thank you. So, wow what a show man thank you from create yourself salon at createyourselfsalon.net thank you cub thank you jd franco for coming on and we will be back next week hopefully it'll be i mean we got to follow up with all these people this is great
1: yeah gotta
0: keep tabs thanks for listening